friends. I'm Kyle. I'm Will. I'm Julian. And these are my friends, and welcome to another episode of the Games with Friends show. These are the games. We are the friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, so music. We like that shit. It exists. We have gone to a lot of concerts together, especially Julian and I. Yeah. Um, We're like a concert couple. How many? We went to, I think we got up to seven or eight concerts together. Yeah. Well, let's count them. It was uh, Chili, Peppers, Chili Peppers, Metric, Band of Skulls, Imagine Dragons, Tegan and Sarah, Tegan and Sarah. Tegan and Sarah. Was there another well, one? Well, it's Vampire Weekend. Vampire Weekend, 21 Pilots. 21 Pilots. So it's seven. That's seven, yeah. I got a lot of soundtracks from you guys at 21 Pilots. That was such a great concert. It's almost like you were there. Concert. I'm going to see them again <laughs> in September. Really? Yeah, with my friend at SWAT. I don't like them anymore. I don't really? like their direction. I listened to their new song and it sounded like bad EDM. <laughs> and then also, Josh Dunn is wearing guy liner these days, which I don't support. Is he the Choice. drummer or the yeah. singer? No, that's okay. He can do whatever he wants. I think Jagger did that for a bit. They're just kind of like becoming a little too like the other bands that are signed to um, Fueled by Ramen, which I don't really like. So much. You think they're like taking like, like Fallout Boy and Paramore? Fall? Feel like Ramen does Fallout Boy? And Panic at the Disco, all uh, those. I haven't listened to any bands. You fucking loved the Chili Peppers. You still like I did. No, I still love them. I mean, they're... I've since gotten into other bands, but like they're like still like, I still consider them to be like one of the great bands in music. You, yeah. you would always like do like, there's like a period, I forget when it was, but like it was like, like a period where you would consistently do a Man Crush Monday on Instagram and post a picture of the lead singer Anthony Keys. Yeah. No, I was I was really I was really into them. Like probably like eighty percent of my thoughts per day were about <laughs> the Ashley Peppers. Oh but the, and then You started getting the strokes a lot senior year though. Yeah, and like I'm really into them now. But that wasn't that wasn't even the only time that we saw Chili Peppers. You mean Ethan saw them at a music fest in Atlanta? Yeah, Music Midtown. Was that how many times have you seen them? And I've seen and then the year before that, I saw them at Lollapalooza. So I've been lucky enough to see my favorite band a few times. Yeah, that 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 Music Midtown was yeah that was great. That was so Music Midtown was amazing. The, even though we had to stand up, we were like we saw, not, in one day. We, we stood saw, for like straight up like ten hours. Yeah, <laughs> well, we got there. We got there around one. Yeah, and we left around eleven p.m. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> we stayed at the same stage. Yeah, but then like, we left to like use the bathroom or anything. Yeah, like we didn't or drink, drink water. We were so dehydrated. We were like, like, let's we were not like, drink water so <laughs> we don't have to leave to pee. Yeah, we didn't drink or eat for those ten hours, and we were just standing. And it was also raining when we got there. Yeah. Oh my god. It was ridiculous. It though. We saw, first we saw Weezer, and people just went ham during Weezer. Like, towards the end of the set, like, Weezer's kind of like, you know, like a nice, like, kind of like nerdy band or whatever, but like, people were just like, moshing. It was like, hard. <laughs> then we saw Arctic Monkeys, followed by Yeah Yeah Yeahs, and then the Chili Peppers were the finale. Arctic Monkeys was... That was a rough, like not for them, rough for us. Like, yeah. pe- that was like when people really started squishing in. Yeah. And like Julian and I got separated by a few people, and it was just like, like I, like you were, like didn't you say you were like being grinded by some? I was straight up like some dude straight up grinding on me, and like <laughs> I was straight up grinding on some dude, like just like <laughs> impossible to what avoid. Are you, gonna do? Yeah. you remember that old guy? Like remember during Weezer that like middle aged dude who was like getting oh, high with some teenagers? Dude, that was so funny. Yeah, there were like some kids like. Smoking a J like in front of us. There was this dude who's like, God, I'm here. He's like talking about Jane's addiction and stuff. Sorry, I just burped. But, like that was that was a fun time. Yeah. That was ridiculous. And we tried we tried to make a fucking sign for oh, yeah. user. Um I made a sign like at school, like the, before we even left on the plane mm-hmm. to get there, but I forgot it on the plane. And so yeah. the day of uh, no, like, the, the day, day the before Weezer, because we got there. I think it was the day of, bro. We got no. that one. I think no, I was no, no. We got morning. we we got to Atlanta the day before because there was stuff going. Like yeah, it was like a two day thing. Yeah. So we made it that day. Uh, I think you're wrong. Am I wrong? We made it the day of. Did we make it the morning yeah. of? Okay. Because like I remember like 
someone went out to like CVS to buy like markers and stuff so I could like color <laughs> color like Ethan's sign. grandparents. It or was something. like it was a sign that was requesting that Weezer play Pink Triangle, which is one of, at the time was one of my favorite songs. But did they hear it? No, I mean, it said, first of all, we were like way too far back for them to read our sign, and it was also raining. And it was also <laughs> raining, so like the sign totally fell apart. But what was good about it was that we just told everyone around us, like, "Yo, we have this sign, like, let us go in front of you," and we actually like, moved up like a lot. Yeah, we oh, moved wow. up so much. Yeah. It was so, like, so stupid. But as soon as we got there, I was like holding up that sign, and it was just like, like. <laughs> Disintegrating from the water, and there are like people behind us, just like put that down. <laughs> wait, wait, you remember doing chili peppers? That fucker with the umbrella. Oh my god! There was this guy yes. with this giant umbrella. Yeah, it was at least like double my like. I was at least like what? at least my arms band, if not greater. Yeah. And, and it was like, like it stopped raining. Yeah, it wasn't raining, and it was like it had a really long pole, so it went really high. Yeah. <laughs> So it basically just blocked the view of a bunch of people. Yeah. And then they were like, take it down, take it down. And then so like, it took him a while to fucking notice. Yeah. But finally after like, after like a song, he like started lowering it back. And then as soon as it got low enough for people to like, to reach up, people jumped and grabbed the thing and tore it apart. Tore that shit apart. (laughs) It was insane. And then they started chanting, USA. (laughs) It was ridiculous. It was like, USA. USA! As they fucking tore apart this guy's umbrella, it's like, what is going on here? That was insane. I remember, like, they also said, there's also, like, a really funny, like, little, like, dialogue between Flea and Anthony Kiedis. Like, Flea was like, we're happy to be here, sweaty testicles and all. And then Anthony was just like, did you just say, we're happy to be here, 20 testicles and all? And he's like, yes. He's like, usually I have 18, but today I have two extra, or something like that. It's just like, it was like no, a weird like, conversation. It was like, Flea said, I have an extra one. Yeah. And, and Anthony was like, so you normally have 19. And he was like, yes. Oh my goodness. I wish, I wish all the bands I liked weren't like dead. <laughs> like, 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 what? Like, or not like the one band that, like, you would, like, would love to see in their prime that no longer... Like some of the members are dead or whatever, or like they're all dead or whatever. Or not together, or just not. Or not, together. yeah, you know, like, like a band that's impossible. Like to the Rolling Stones are still together, but like. Yeah. The Stones are still together, but they're like. <laughs> like that's a violent I, I, I love like, them, oh, I love shit. them, but they're really bad now. They, like, Keith has arthritis, he can't hold a guitar. Uh, Mick, like, I don't think he knows that he's on a stage. And like, <laughs> no, oh my god, Charlie Watts, the drummer? Like, yeah. he actually, if you look at him, I don't think he knows what's going on. It's sad. It's it's like depressing because he plays the same drum beat over every song. Really? Yeah, and he was like a jazz drummer when he got with the Stones. He was like originally a jazz drummer. His his like drumming, you know, it was never like crazy, but it was just like his amazing rhythms. That's like where him and Keith came in. Like Keith had amazing rhythm, and like Charlie Watts just now like like every song is the same. It's kind of like sad. It's honestly looking into his eyes is like one of the saddest things. That's like, horrible. Yeah, I don't know. Like, God, like, like, why are they still together? Why are they playing? Kashish, man. Yeah. Kashish. They're that's... millionaires. They have more money than they or their children could ever spend. Actually, that's so true. <laughs> um, I don't. I like the fact that they're still touring for one reason, just to say that they're the longest continuous band in history so far. Because a lot of bands are celebrating fifty-year anniversaries, like they this decade, been. because you know a lot of them start in the sixties. The Stones have been together that whole time, you know, and they're like the only band that has, so that's like pretty impressive. But other than that, the one band, if I could see them in their prime, not that even the Stones are like up there for me, not the Stones, because they they're like a jukebox of hits, they just play like a lot of hits. I think I know what you're going to say. Yeah, is that fun? Yeah. What? I don't see... No way. Fuck you. Shocker. <laughs> Fuck you. What would you say, Nirvana? <clears throat> I don't know. I, I, I would probably say like, I'm like... Zeppelin would be amazing too. Nirvana would be awesome. But like I've seen like concert videos from Nirvana and like being in the crowd, like a Nirvana crowd just seems really dangerous. <laughs> dangerous. There's just like so much moshing. Like ninety like grunge the grunge scene is just like insane. That's like, the thing, like in Zeppelin's yeah. in Zeppelin's era, they were still like it was still the era where like the concert goers were probably the the most drugs that they were doing was probably just weed, you know? So they're all probably like very chill. They're all probably very relaxed, and so like, the I don't know, like just to see Zeppelin, because like if you saw them in like the prime, like between like seventy two and seventy five, like 
Because in like 77, the Jimmy Page was just like on some, he was on like on a heroin binge. And he was like, Christ. he was playing really, really badly live. But to see them like in their prime when they weren't sick of doing Stairway yet, you know, mm-hmm. they weren't sick of like doing their hits, but they were still releasing material. That would have been, I mean, like that, that would have been. Like when the passion so was still there before yeah, they exactly. got into the drugs. No, no, they were doing the drugs. Okay, but <laughs> until the drugs ruined their lives. Sure. And then, uh, I mean, John Bonham died in 1980. Because, like, when they found him, he? he was the drummer, oh, um, Bonzo. When they, like, did the autopsy, he had something in the equivalent of, like, 40 shots of vodka in him. He was a depressive drunk. He drank when he was, like, away from his family. Oh, so he drank on tours and stuff. But, like, um, I don't know. To see them would have been pretty crazy. Because, like, cause, you know, if you saw another band, you could see a hard rock band. You could see a folk rock band. You could see whatever. They did all that. Like, they did, you know, you can go there to see Black Dog or, or, or Heartbreaker or something. Like, just the like some heavy, the heavy guitar riffs. And But then you could also hear Going to California. And I mean, like, the Dire band. Maker. Dire, yeah, and then you, you get, like, the, the weird one-offs. Like, I mean, they have a reggae song. Zeppelin does reggae. That's kind of weird. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, just a song like Going to California. It's beautiful acoustic, like, mandolins and everything. So yeah, I would definitely see them because they have the widest range. The other band, uh, Grateful Dead. Grateful they Dead. Um, they're actually doing a one. Um, they're doing a final concert. Final. Who no, knows? actually, like an actual final, like as Grateful yeah. Dead. They haven't played since '95 when Jerry oh, Garcia wow. died. He was like their lead singer. Uh, He's like the main singer, lead guitarist. He was like the heart and soul of the band. He's the famous guy with the big ass beard. But um, to see them, every concert was different. Uh, every song, every time they played the same song, it was different. They didn't have set lists yeah. wow. when they did concerts. Wow. Their concerts were famous for you would go, um, you would go to the parking lot and hang out for hours before. Yeah. Every, you know, and this was a time where it was like peace and love, so I was just hanging out LSD and shrooms and we to each other. No one had jobs. Like, yeah, and like nobody <laughs> had jobs. This was like this was like they created the hippie. They were a huge component for when the hippie subculture. When was around? I actually don't know. They started like 66 oh, around right. there, but they didn't become a thing until after um, they played the Acid Test. The Acid Test were like this group of um, John Kesey or something. In Weed was uh, maybe legal in 37, but LSD was legal all the way until 1971. Really? Yeah. Wow. So there was a period of time, like the the um, Summer of Love in 67 or 68. No, it wasn't Summer of Love in 69. I thought it was 67. Uh, I mean, it just makes sense. Like, well, I thought I, <laughs> the way I thought I thought it was summer of summer of love and Woodstock were the same year. Uh, I don't know if they were, but either way, the, the point is at that time, yeah. like late sixties, once the hippie movement like started becoming a thing, um, there were these things called the acid tests. This guy would get a van. I don't know if you've seen Across the Universe, the movie, the Beatles thing. Well, they replicated there with Bono as like John Kesey. Keep probably butchering his name. Uh, but they like they would he would drive around to different states and do these acid tests. It was a giant party with acid, and so, it, acid. and so everyone <laughs> so everyone would come. You get a bit of acid and you just trip the fuck out and you like take it easy and like see whatever's going on. Grateful Dead was the house band <laughs> for those for the no acid tests. That's how they got big because in '66 they were like Jerry Garcia was like working at a guitar store. He was like doing a lot of folky stuff. Then he met up with all the other folks and they started doing a lot of um. Like, they brought in, like, more blues influences and stuff. And then, like, 69 onward, I'd say, like, their peak was, like, early 70s. Well, they had a lot of variations, so, like, late 70s, they had crazy stuff coming out, too. But uh, once, like, the 70s, Grateful Dead, basically, early 70s and late 70s, not so much the mid, they, like, really got into their groove of, you know, like, the giant concerts with, like, all the deadhead stoners just hanging out in the parking lots, and then... They invent like the tie dye T shirts were like invented in their parking lots. That's where people started doing it for the first <laughs> no time. Way. Uh, so then you would go into the concert. They didn't really have a set list. People would just kind of say whatever they wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, Jerry Garcia was probably it's crazy not having a set list. Yeah, I know it's that's unheard of now. And they were like mistakes and all, you know, like yeah, you just go like, amazing chill. guitarist, but like he'd fuck up all the time. He was probably half stoned most of the time, like. So, I mean, he was just It's more like, of, like, just an event where you get to hang out and shit. It's honestly, like, getting together with a bunch of friends and saying, like, hey, like, oh, what are... Like, just holding a guitar and saying, like, oh, do you guys, like, what do you want to play? Oh, let's do that song. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. We haven't done that in a while. And they would... So that's why. And then they had, like, some staple songs that, you know, Deadhead still talk about it. Like, if you were lucky enough to hear Dark Star at a concert, 
like if you go into a concert and it just happened to be one of the times they played Dark Star, you're like you made it. It's like was it like it's like a jam that they would gone for like twenty one minutes kind oh of thing. It's like these long like bout like it starts off just what? it's like a story. Is honestly. that like one of like I don't even I can't even name like one Grateful Dead song. Really? Like um, Dark Star, which I just heard right now. <laughs> wait, let me think. Let me think. It's like Eyes of the World. Oh wait, wait, Grateful Um Eyes of the World is the they have that one song Lucy in the Sky of Diamonds <laughs> no wait, they had the, oh, Actually, oh, Jerry Garcia oh, oh. does a good cover of that. Live I want to prove that I can name That's the other thing. Because of how chill as a band they were, they would just do covers. People would yell to them like, "Do uh, like do Tangled Up in Blue by Dylan," and they would they would just do. They did do Lucy in the Sky of Diamonds a few times. People would just chant out like these songs. Didn't they have like? Did they have a song named American Band? They had a an album called American Beauty. Never mind, I can't name a song. What's like a famous song? Um, a famous song is uh, Casey Jones. Casey Jones, that's, that, I, I know that song. That's the other thing, like, if you're gonna listen to Grateful Dead, and this is like, advice, it's not like, their studio recordings, the way, the way that a lot of like, this is like, getting good into music history, very, very brief. It's okay, this, this is a yeah. conversational show. <laughs> so like, blues, the way the blues worked was, there are very few blues recordings. I mean, very few. They add up, and I'm sure there's a lot. But the way that blues musicians worked is it wasn't so much in developing new material. It was just on playing actual existing songs. That's why after a while, nobody knows who's written some songs. For the most part, Willie Dixon wrote a lot, and then Muddy Waters would write some, and then everyone played each other's stuff. But the, the idea was you make, like, two or three recordings over the period of, like, decades, and those recordings were advertisements for you to come to their shows. The way that it turned around with the rock and roll world was, you know, bands would play a lot of concerts, but it was to advertise their vinyls. That's why you have like, suddenly you have album like compilations. You listen to something like Pink Floyd, you know, like you need to, you listen to the album. And so their whole thing was about, um, you know, come check us out at our concert and you know, oh, you like what you heard? Like go buy our stuff, mm -hmm. you know, like go buy our uh, vinyls and everything. And that's how they made money like in the rock and roll world as opposed to blues. The Grateful Dead were more of the blues, um, not in terms of playing, but in, in the style of like, oh, like, let's record a little bit. Oh, you heard this song, Casey Jones, you liked it? Come to our concerts. Mm -hmm. And like, I mean, these were unheard of, at the, even at the time. These four-hour concerts. Wow. Literally, like, maybe a few breaks in between when they were like, to get more beer, you know? It was yeah. just like... Like these long ass things, just like after a while, you're just sitting around and everyone's like, just like really like out of it. And they're like, oh, okay, we can do that song. Yeah, yeah. And just you start playing, like, <laughs> this goes on and on. And it was crazy. like most concerts are like hour and a half, maybe. Yeah, like, yeah. Like I'll be band mean, actually playing on stage. So, like, in terms of actual like recordings of like their famous songs that are actually like people say, like, oh, maybe the recording is better than the live stuff, like Casey Jones and um, I like Uncle John's band. That's like another. But do they album. have like live albums? Yeah, they've done a few. The Reckoning, uh, Dead Set, Europe seventy two. They they have a few live albums, and those are the ones like. Oh, that's the other thing. They were so like. Just like God's this whole talk about Grateful Dead, but like they they were just such a one off <laughs> band. There's like no other band like them. Fish is like a. Fish with a P. Yeah, yeah, Fish with a PH. is like this. Them. They're like a newer like for a younger generation kind of Grateful Dead. Um. But the Grateful they're Dead like a would, huge stunner band. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Same thing as Grateful Dead, and they were like very much of like you hang out in the parking lot kind of thing, and like it's all very chill. And but um, they would set up, they would set up uh this whole area reserved for cameras. They encouraged you. Their ticket prices were so cheap, but the thing is, they played so many shows that they encouraged you to bring a camera, film the show, and then at the end, pick up your camera. And so if you go on YouTube, they're probably one of the bands that you can see the most of. You can type type in a year, type in a place, and they probably played that year and that Grateful place Dead? at some point. Yeah. Like Grateful Dead have played so wow. many shows because their whole thing again was about playing wasn't, shows, coming, hang it out. wasn't about the studio recordings, you know. So that's why like there's a song that I love playing with uh Reed, and it's um it's called Dire Wolf. The studio recording is so bad. It's <laughs> it's like it's laughable. It's it's so horrendous. But then their live versions, they do it acoustic and like, oh my god, it's such a, it's such a cool song. And they do everything. They get into like the bluesy side, they get into the, 
they get into like the more psychedelic rock they get into i mean the whole acid fest thing they get into like the folk straight up pure folk country like they do everything grateful dead's pretty prolific so yeah i will check that zeppelin or grateful dead is what i would see and yes please check out grateful dead they are so good what are you julian um Led zeppelin is definitely one of them that i would like to see um I mean, I'm wearing a Nirvana t-shirt, so I'm going to say like Nirvana. I mean, obviously, like, it's just hard for me to pick one, but, like, sure. Oh, yeah. There are, like, more that I could, like, I could just, like, say a lot, you know. But, like, I have seen the Red Hot Chili Peppers two times, but I've seen them post Jean Frusciante's departure from the band. And, like, like, back with Frusciante. Like, back with Frusciante, like... He's a guitarist. I mean, like, yeah, but, like, the thing is, like, there's just like so many like different like periods of like Red Hot Chili Peppers that like are all like awesome. Yeah, they've like, changed a lot as a band. Right? Like they like like they started like in 1983. Like people like like if you're lucky, like most people would like, probably know like their stuff off like Californication and Stadium Arcadia. Yeah, they'll know like Danny and then like, and, like Under the Bridge, of course. Like, yeah. under the bridge. But like under other than Under the Bridge, like most people like that have a casual relationship with like Red Hot Chili Peppers don't know like you know any other songs off Blood Sugar Sex Magic yeah so yeah, like blood, the, the, the title track Blood Sugar Sex Magic yeah, is great exactly yeah like so like uh, like seeing them even in the early 80s like even though I don't particularly like like that music compared to the ones like the type of music that they were releasing earlier I mean later like it was still like the amazing because they're so like energetic and crazy yeah, and just like live shows fucked up on so drugs. Fun, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I don't know. It's like I think what Will said is like makes a lot of sense. Like being able to see a band like in their prime, like yeah. that's like the coolest thing. For me, like I because I don't like I don't like like those big stadium shows or those like giant arenas or whatever. Like I don't enjoy that. Like yeah. yeah. my favorite type of thing is like a concert with like. Just a few hundred people. Um, yeah. So yeah. I would like love to go back and like see bands before they got big. Like that would be interesting. Like I would love to see the Beatles when they were just a little like band in Liverpool. They were playing in the cavern. Yeah. yeah, playing in the cavern in Liverpool. Like I would love to see that. Would like just like like hear them like play like what was like shake it up baby now twist and shout. Twist and shout. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> see that's a room. Like do them like like see them like with just like a like. Like have that more intimate experience with the band. And I would like, yeah, like that. I think that would be so cool. Cause like, like I love like like these bands that we like these lesser known bands like Band of Skulls or like that was so Sand for Men. Like these smaller known bands that like 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 I've gotten to see, and it's like great. Like it's just like you and like like maybe two three hundred. You know they're like people. and they're like tuning on stage. And yeah, everything. It's, and it's like, just so like, informal. Yeah. Like like I love that. Like and like it just makes it feel intimate. Like when we went to see Band of Skulls, it was so cool. Like afterwards, like like we were like going to the car and like we saw like I think it was like the drummer or something walking out. Yeah. And, like we stopped and talked to him and then like like we were hanging out and like he went inside their van their like trailer or whatever and then like we went back inside and like. The guitarist and singer were just chilling at the bar there, yeah. like, and we just like got to talk to them, we got to take pictures with them, and it was like, there were like maybe a few dozen other people there, but it was like so chill. Yeah. Like, I love that. Well, that's really cool. Like, like they're just people too. Yeah. So no, that's true. So imagine like your favorite bands before they were big. Yeah. Like I would love to do that for like yeah. I adore the Beatles, so I'd like love to do that for them. I'd love to like I'd love to see Freddie Mercury when he was just starting. That'd be so. That would be so weird. That'd be. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, a guy, like, imagine those kind of guys, like Freddie Mercury, Robert Plant uh, from Zeppelin, and, uh, like, Roger Daltrey from The Who. These guys have these big voices, these loud voices in, like, a small pub. That would be so weird. Yeah. It'd be, like, yeah. like, like, <laughs> like just taking it back, like, holy, like, holy crap. Yeah, like, no. <laughs> no, and that's the other thing. Imagine the first time, imagine, like, the first times, like, for people, you know, we look back, like, we weren't even around. Uh, some, a lot of the bands disbanded, or a lot of the members died bef- years before we were even born. But, like, imagine, you know, you're, like, in the, in, like, the middle of the 60s. Music isn't that, like, music has just kind of been, like, the leftovers of the 50s. It's been going on. And, like, Motown is developing. You get a lot of, like, the R&B soul kind of stuff. 
then like imagine the first time you like you're walking like you're walking somewhere here on the radio you're driving your car or you go and buy a vinyl just holy crap you see like the first track off of the first Zeppelin album good times bad times yeah. Bono. You just, yeah. and you're just like Bono. and you're just like holy like yes, crap and then and then even like now what you're saying like imagine being like mm-hmm. seeing them and just these bands that were there was nothing there was no comparable thing like them before and you just hear these loud like not even like not even necessarily heavy stuff but just these like powerful like guitars and powerful vocals and you're just like holy crap this is like this is new this is like it's like tur- it's like, very different from what yeah, came before it's like turning over the whole like yeah. the whole like everything that was around musically and you're just like oh my god and then it, like at the time made me think like oh this is a one-off kind of thing you know this is like kind of like this is the outlier this is like a really weird band and holy crap then this like late 60s and then all throughout the 70s this keeps happening mm-hmm. and then seeing like seeing Kurt Cobain yeah. like the first time that you see Kurt Cobain like when, before they were big you must it must have been like just see this like this guy who's like you know he's kind of like drooping around and you're like what the hell is this deal and then yeah. and then he sings like um I'm, again like I'm not as into I'm not nearly as into Nirvana as you are so I, I just know like the basics like lithium yeah you hear the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. just like whoa like it's like so intense and like it just I don't know that, that must have been so weird like I like like that like you think about like these like it's kind of like these like revolutions in like popular music no totally yeah like and like it, it, it kind of sucks like nowadays like I'm not like I'm not like a fan of like the popular music nowadays but I guess like in some ways like it is still like a revolution it's like like no yeah I'm sure it's still going on I just like like for like think about like like I know it's like it's not ours like like not our thing but like um like house music and like all the like really like electronic and dubstep like 20 years ago no one could have ever thought of Actually, like that's, someone that's thinking of this as like being considered music. Imagine the first time someone made a dubstep song. Yeah. When they stepped back in their creation, they're probably like, "Did I just did I do this? Did I invent a new like, type of like, music?" Yeah. No, actually though, and it's like, is there anything kind of like this? I mean, I'm sure there's like a history of like different type yeah. of electronic stuff that leads yeah. up to it, but like the first time that like the dubstep song, like made it big or something. Yeah, and it's just like wow, like they created this whole other thing. Yeah. I don't know. That's that stuff is always like kind of cool like it's very like also it's foreign to me it's not like it's not what i like but like it's like crazy to think about like the journey that music's taken totally man and like it really it, w- it would have been amazing like be there at like the inception of like hard rock or like the inception of grunge that would be pretty weird I mean, yeah like imagine like like the, the 90s were probably like the 90s had a lot of shit going on in them, but like imagine like just being a teenager in the 90s be so weird. <laughs> yeah. Or like, like, or like marching with a crowd like with MLK or something, and Bob Dylan was there like playing his song. I would fucking love to see Dylan like Dylan just, like, in his time. Now he's like so. Now he's a walking jukebox, which is exactly why Zeppelin doesn't want to perform anymore. Because Robert Plant literally said like. He ripped up like they gave him. They gave him. They uh, some some millionaires like a big fan of Zeppelin said like, "I'm offering you guys like, you know, X amount of money." It was like crazy amount to tour again. Idea. Robert Plant just ripped it up like the whatever the paper was, and he just said, "I'm not a walking jukebox." Yeah, like they don't fans need money. found fans were outraged, but at the same time, you think about like, it, like that's, it, I'm happy Zeppelin yeah. hasn't turned into the Stones. It's like integrity. Yeah, and I again, I love the Stones. I mean, they're my phone case thing, and they're like, <laughs> I love the Stones, but. Enough they're enough. a joke. They're like right yeah. now, they're a joke, and I'm happy Zeppelin hasn't evolved into that. Zeppelin always maintained the aura of like the the mystical, like the other kind of band. New non sequitur transition. So I was at this concert in is in L.A. um two years ago, um and is that like is some like no name band, just some local band I'd never heard of. I thought it was Hole. No. Why did I think that? Is that the who's Courtney Love's band? I did see Courtney Love. I, I saw Hole when I was there, but this oh. is not. I, I was at like it was some like just public like it was at yeah. this like outdoor thing. It's sure, free sure. to come and go. And I went there with my friend Molly and 
some of her friends. Did you did you pop a molly? I did not pop. Were a molly. you were you sweating? I was sweating because it was outside. <laughs> <laughs> I did molly. The American poet once said, um, "Pop a molly, I'm sweating." Anyways, I was at this <laughs> concert and I, I can't even remember what the name of the band was or what they sound like anymore. But at one point, the crowd was also really rough. Like the crowd was like violent. Yeah. There was like a mosh to go on. People were like shoving. I did not like it. And at one point, Molly and her friend had this brilliant idea. They're like, hey, you should crowd surf. And I'm like, no, I don't want to crowd surf. And then they grabbed my legs and hoisted me up. <laughs> and they're like, oh how do they even do that? They're, are they just like super strong? They're just like, <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm, a, I'm light. Like, I'm not yeah. a big person. And like, there was two of them. So yeah. They, they got, <laughs> one of them was a guy. Uh, so like, they were both okay. like and she's like, she's fit. Yeah. So like, it was not hard for them to lift me up. She had, she fit. She fit. <laughs> so like, that means hot. That means hot in England. In England. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Um, no, I mean, way of like putting it, right? She's fit. She's fit. It's like, sounds nicer than saying she's hot. She's fit. But then how like, do you, it sounds, sounds kind of douchey too. Because like, think about it as like, not fit as in fitness, but like, she's fit. Like she qualifies. Oh, she, oh, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I don't like it. I just like, and how do you say like she's physically fit? Physically fit. Physically fit. Physically, physically, physically fit. Anyway. Anyways, they fucking hoist me up by my legs and just throw me on top of this really rowdy crowd. And I make it maybe five feet. Like, I think the crowd's also pushing me forward, which is weird for <laughs> crowd surfing. You should be going backwards when you're crowd surfing <laughs> so that people can fucking see you when you come. Yeah. And. I make it five feet and I just get dropped flat on my back. It is to this day one of the top three most painful experiences of my entire life. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm at like I was probably like average height person, five something. There were and I was being held up, so I was at least six feet in the air and I just got dropped. You know what? Are, oh my God! Are you Chicago? We um we crowd surfed a bride and groom. Out of the church that they got married in. What? It was these two. It was That's these, awesome. I can't. That's believe amazing. It. I can't believe. It. What? I have a video. Like I have to show you guys at some point. But it was um like we have this giant scavenger hunt thing, and uh, so for scav like one of the items on the list was these two alum that like I guess they met and they were both into scav when they were at U Chicago, and um so they got they wanted to get married at like our big chapel as like their. Uh, it was like uh, as they're wedding, and so we made it a scavenger list item to attend the wedding. <laughs> so the whole thing was like, oh the whole thing God. was like a giant. Like it was so bizarre and it was so weird. And then at the end, they crowd surfed out, and so we like carried them, but there weren't enough of us. So then we had to like run around the pews and like carry them <laughs> out again. Like it was that's crazy. That was cool. That sounds so cool. Crowd this was not like that. This was awful. <laughs> I like. Like, I was there on the floor and I could not, like, I was in so much pain, like, I couldn't move. I was like, I, I was like, I, I was actually worried for a split second. Like, when I hit the ground, I was like, oh my god, can I still feel my legs? Holy shit. Yes. Okay, back to being in pain. And then, as I was lying on the floor, everyone was around me, did not care. They were still just fucking <laughs> jumping up and down. And this one girl in a bikini, I don't know what the fuck she was thinking, she comes over, and I'm like lying flat on my back on the floor. She stands over me with her legs like, like I'm like this. She straddles me like this and just starts dancing like that. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? I was, I couldn't verbalize anything, but like, because I was in so much pain, but like, I wanted to be like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm in so much pain. Why are you dancing over me? She's just like, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And then like, Molly and her friend like came over. The guy, the guy was actually like really like smart. He was like, like no one move, no one move, because if you're like, if you like, if you break your spine, you're yeah. like, there's a chance like your spine, like the cord could still be attached. But if you get moved, the movement could actually break the cord. So like, if someone like, oh wow, hurts their back, you don't want to actually like move them. Mm -hmm. But like he came over to me and like I'm like yes, I like I, I can still like I'm not, nothing's broken. So like he like helped me walk over. And I like basically it was like on a pier or something. I walked over like the corner. And I like just laid on the floor in the corner of this pier for like the next 30 minutes 
And like, God, dude. after that, and after, after, like after 30 minutes, I'm like, okay, I can walk. Yeah. And like, we went back to Molly's house and I just like, I took like three Advils and just lied on the couch. I did not like, my back didn't stop hurting until the next day. And it was still like, like that, that's when it stopped hurting. It was still like really sore. That was intense. Oh my God. I remember I, at Music Midtown, I think. I think so. Some music festival yeah. I was at, or like some concert I was at with you. It was outdoors, so it's probably music. Probably music in town. Yeah, I was there. But like, there just there was this girl crowd surfing, and she got dropped too. And I, I was like guess. straight up caught her. And she yes, you like, fucking caught her. You're yeah. like this. <laughs> Continue. I just like caught her, and like this girl just like fell into my arms, and she's like straight up getting dropped, and like I caught her, and she was just like. Like that, that, like that has made me. I never want to cross surf ever yeah. again. Apparently, people like people also like take off crowd surfers' shoes all the time and like throw them around and shit. That's so weird. Like, yeah. Do you think like famous musicians when they crowd surf, there's like a risk of them being like, so, like, like some kills or like something, some crazy fan, right? Like, what, what if they're like, that's weird. Like some yeah. musicians, like some like frontmen of bands, like crowd surf all the time. Like Twenty One Pilots, like love going into the crowd. Like both members. Well, they, like, they crowd surfed the whole drum kit, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was so fucking cool at 21 Pilots. Like, they put those, they put, like, the platforms out yeah. for, like, the audience to hold up these big platforms. Yeah. And, like, the guitar, like, the guitar, like, they, the guitarist put us the entire drum set on top of these platforms yeah. and was just drumming there. Yeah. And it was so cool. It was awesome. And, like, other, like, band members, too, like, just, like, stage dive and, like, crowd surf, but it is insane. Like, they, they get, like, trampled or like oh, yeah. anything like can go wrong in the crowd and like even more so because you're like a famous person yeah so someone's like like that if so if there's another person like that guy that killed john lennon who's just yeah. like no yeah totally nuts it's not hard to get into it's a like concert and just have a pocket knife on you it's not like they check you yeah you just have a pocket knife hey he's crowd surfing yeah. shoot no one fucking do that <laughs> what if, what if you like crowd surf after like a skyler gig it's like our parents. <laughs> our parents like carrying. Oh, Julia! <laughs> they draw me. One of them shakes you. You guys, I, I want, I like, I want you guys to, like have like a reunion concert this summer. Yeah. Hey, it could. If is Gadjul gonna be around? I don't know. I don't know. Gadjul is down. Why would he? Has he? He has, has he, he not is, played? I don't know. He doesn't really? seem very down. So he doesn't kind of seem down. Like he's like very into the idea of like letting. I don't know if this is the right expression, but like letting sleeping dogs lie. Like if he, if like like preserving Zeppelin's integrity, like preserving Scott's. Like pretty much. <laughs> I don't want to be a walking jukebox. I just you know. Like I'm sick of singing flower song and maybe what hurts every damn night. <laughs> I'm actually like I'm actually. I, we haven't we haven't played them in a while, but when we were playing a lot. Flower songs getting my nerves. Yeah, I hate. It. Yeah, me too. Honestly, like I don't even know if I'd play it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it hurts. It's like that. That's funny. Like, think about it, like that. you guys played that song, like for a for like like half a year, a year almost. We played a lot. Yeah. We would go over to Alex's garage and like yeah. we'd always to start off everything like our good warm ups were like flower song and Maybe it hurts since we know that like yeah you know, that. like think about like like. How the like how the fucking bands that have been together? Oh, for it's, it's, it's horrible. Oh, like, 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 so, how can like, they play I know like the Chili Peppers really well, and you know they just have so many hits. Yeah, like they have to do Under the Bridge every night. They have to do Can't Stop every night. They have every to do night. Other Side every night. Californication every night. Sake. Must be so sick. God, yeah. like that sucks. Robert, like, how can you Robert, possibly like yeah. sing that song passionately? Like it just becomes so like not like monotone. You know, like mm-hmm. or, like. Bland, you know. Robert Plant hated Stairway to Heaven. I'm sure. At the end of it. And I, I understand. Like, it's that monumental piece every night. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's just like. Nirvana hates Soul Lake Teen Spirit. Yeah. That's, that's, that's funny. Like, Nirvana was like. Nirvana, like, I mean, I don't know them so well, but like, they, they like stood for like anti establishment, anti. Like, yeah. They were like a very counterculture band. Yeah. But then they became mainstream. Like, yeah. what? It's like. How do you reconcile? That must have been so frustrating. The, yeah. the other thing is, like, a lot of people like to hate the band members. Like, 
oh, they went so mainstream. It's like fans make people make mainstream. Yeah. It's not like band members. I mean, I'm sure some bands want to become mainstream. That's good for publicity and stuff. But like bands don't aim to do that, especially a band like, again, I don't know Nirvana that much, but it seems like they were probably, especially Kurt, he's probably kind of annoyed, honestly. Yeah. But I didn't want that, like mm-hmm. reputation. I don't know. Yeah, playing like, playing the same like playing the same songs all the time. Is... Like it's something that, like I've been. It's crazy, oh, and it was just like Skylar just did it like half a year, and it's not like we did it every night. You know, we yeah, did we it every like, like couple weeks, five times a lot. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, a lot. No, a lot. Like, but, for but, bodies, but, yeah. but like Alex Garage, even like it was just like it wasn't oh, yeah. even every weekend, you know. And that was already getting sickening. So imagine like it's their full time job. That's their full time job. But... It's like it's something that I've been thinking about lately. It's like. Like, sh- like, should your passion be your career? And, like, if your passion is your career, is, like, that, it, like, I think very, good and bad to Very it, few know? people, and again, a, a shameless Grateful Dead plug. Very few people can do that, and Grateful Dead did it. So, they were, they lived and breathed music. Everything they did was music. But the advan like, their setup was the right way to do it. They didn't play every song every night, you know? Yeah. You can go, and you could maybe, you could have a night where the, the band just wasn't feeling their hits, you know? And, like, they were, like... Oh, we haven't played like this really obscure random song from like our third album in a long time. Let's, Let's do it. that, you know? Like, so if bands, if bands, that's what, like, like you create that expectation. Yeah, exactly. And so if you're, if you knowingly go, because now, I mean, again, if I go to Chili Peppers concert, like, I'm not a huge fan. If I go, I want to hear Under the Bridge because, like, the one exactly. time I'm going to go. Exactly. So, you know, there's like that expectation on the band. But if you're a true fan and, like, if you really did care about the band, I guess you would, like, be okay with them not doing it. But again, like let's say Zeppelin miraculously Rob played decided to get back together. I want to hear Sarah. I want to hear Sarah. Yeah, you know, like, and I hate to say that, but like, because I, I just, I, I really respect what they do and everything, but at the same time, like, I want to hear Sarah. You know, like I want to say, like, I've, like, I've been in the presence of them as they're playing those notes, like, like exactly what you said. Like that's like the, the that's the issue. That's the big argument. Like, should bands cater to the fans or to like their passions like about music and stuff like what songs do they like personally you know so like like exactly what you just said like i would be totally fine going to chili peppers concert where they did not play like any of their hits and just played like more obscure stuff like no i would not be i would relish that like that'd be amazing yeah and like the same thing with like strokes like i i've never seen them live but I know the I know their discography like and their music so well already that like okay well this is not true like I definitely want to hear them play Reptilia. That's my point. Like, you know, but like, <laughs> but like you know, like if you've seen the band a few times like you have with Chili Peppers, yeah, like, like you'd be more okay with them like right. doing whatever you know. But like it's just like so important. Like think I just like have like this image of like like a poor boy that like worked like extra shifts to like buy his like ticket to see this band and like gets there and like they don't even play like his favorite song which is like their hit but no, that's, that's just true. the way it is yeah uh, like, I, like part of me thinks like like you gotta like what's the role of a band you know? I think it's I think whoa I think it's very much like SD. I think a, I think artists should create for themselves because I think that's the only way you're gonna get like the best stuff I think and I think that's like yeah. like may, may sound weird but like if an artist is creating for themselves and creating stuff that they love and creating stuff that they want to hear or that they want to see or whatever then they're I think they'll like they're you're gonna get their most passionate stuff and they're like the stuff that they're gonna work hardest for and, and like also the people who show up to see their art yeah are gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be gradually reducing you know like the outliers that like the one thing yeah it's gonna be the people that like the artist like i think it might lead it will probably lead to like like them hat like them being less monetarily successful but like i think for the people that love them you'll get like you'll, you'll get a much more cohesive fan base and your fan like the people that love you are gonna love you because they love what you love as an artist yeah because you're making what you love like there's an interview that I read with uh, an interview with Julian Casablancas, the frontman of The Strokes, and he says that he doesn't feel anything when he sings like their hits, like from their earlier albums. Like 
last night and reptilia and hard to explain like those are all like like beloved songs and like by far like their most popular material is from their like first album like think about it like that came out like what 14 years ago like he doesn't he's like over those songs like he's not the same person like he probably doesn't even like associate that much with those lyrics that he wrote so like like it hurts it hurt me as a fan like to hear him say like i don't feel anything emotionally like when i sing last night Mm -hmm. you know so i'd i'd almost like i feel like like exactly what you said like i would have a better experience as a fan seeing a band play live the songs that they currently feel passionate about the songs that can make them tear up is the songs that you want exactly because then you'll just like you'll get that much like the performance will be that much greater because they'll really be like if invested if i hear like a passionate if they play like what like you're so right like passionately which is like a song like most casual strokes listeners don't know and they play like reptilia like but like minimal effort like let's just get through this song like i'd rather hear you're so right you know one thing like one thing i read i don't know if it's true but I, like I, I read it on the internet I mean, yeah i hope it's true um <laughs> but one i really like the band the smiths and they have this one song it's like probably the saddest song i've ever heard it's called asleep and it's about this guy like it's was, was that on uh first being yes it was in first being wallflower and it's basically about i think the lead singer wrote and it's about him contemplating suicide and um, he like from what what I read was he only played it live once, and after he finished after the band finished playing the song, he was crying. Wow, that's me too. I've been able to witness that. Yeah, I've been yeah, once I, in a like, experience, I, yeah, I, like, I mean, that's the whole like that's the whole thing about like playing playing in a band. You know, a lot of it is like you play with your bandmates or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's it's a good time. What separates, like, a band that plays in a garage and a band that goes out to play? I mean, other than, like, you know, it's fun to go out and play and, like, showcase your stuff. Also, if if you're getting to the point where you're, like, comfortable enough playing live where, you know, you're not... It's just, like, a normal thing to you. You're sharing... You know, if he listens to, like, the lead singer of the Smiths, if he, like, listens to the song on his own at the time that he wrote it and it makes him cry, you know, that's, like, an experience that he has with, like, what he wrote. If he's like at a concert, he's sharing those tears with, you know, the like, he's sharing it with an audience that is there to hear him, and I, I think that's like, it's like a just like experience. Yeah, just like synergy and like this. That that's so cool. Or like um. Like uh, there are videos of, there are videos of like Cat Stevens before he um became Yusuf Islam, but Cat Stevens in the seventies. You see him, like, and again, like, I, I like Cat Stevens, like, as much as any other guy, but, like, I'm not a huge, huge fan or anything. But you see this video of him doing Father and Son. That song's beautiful. Well, that song in and of itself is already just beautiful. He sings the low part, and that's the father. And then he sings, like, an octave higher, and that's the son's response. It's a call-response kind of song. And, like, this is one con... I, I have no idea what it is, but at some, at some point when he's big, and he's... He's just like, just like getting so like into it and like being there and like emotions with humans, especially it's like when you yawn and someone else yawns, emotions are so like, you know, transmitted and like, uh, it's like a disease almost like it's to see like the emotion that like, uh, that a band, like someone in a band has as they're performing, like this auditory experience for you must be like. I don't know. I just like like heart wrenching. That's that's why like uh, that's why the big stadiums don't. Yeah, like I don't care for it. Like you don't get that emotional. Yeah. Yeah, like emotion. I like I had such a good time at the Chili Peppers concert because like you know we were all like, like we 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 were like we were all just like singing along with all yeah. the songs and like just jumping up and down like freaking morons. It was just yeah. it was so much. It's fun. more about the energy. It's less like yeah, like it's less of a an emotional experience. Yeah, yeah and like we, we were far back enough that like if it. Like, like, we were far back enough that, in theory, 
maybe it wasn't Anthony Kiedis on set. Obvi- you know, obviously it's like the band. But my point is that you could have had a music box there, like just playing some yeah. music, and we would have still been like, if it was the same volume and everything, just yeah. like really getting into it. It wasn't about the band. It was about like your yeah, people G. with you and yeah. stuff. But then when we saw Band of Skulls, it was extra emotional. Like uh, that day I heard Alan didn't like me. Shit. Yeah, that, that was the day, like, and then we slept over your house, but that was the day I heard that, uh, like, Ali was not interested. We're, da- we're dating now. So it's his girlfriend. It's, it's, it, worked it's, it worked out. It worked out. It worked out. Just the third time's a charm. Uh, when it comes to girls, if at first you don't succeed, uh, don't be a soccer. Uh, so, like, <laughs> good, good point. <laughs> yeah. But, um, it's like, and so I was already, like, in that state of mind. Like, yeah. I had heard it as we were waiting for the band to come on when that, like, the, when the first band was yeah. on. And, like, Oh, you hug! I remember you hugged me. And you like funny text or something? Uh, Alec told me about it. Yeah, because right. Alec, I was texting Alec. Yeah. You hugged me, and then like the guy there, like there's a guy behind us, like that was like that was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because yeah. like I've never heard the story. Yeah, I was because I was just like really down, and then so I told Julian what the news was because I guess he saw I was like feeling uh, I was just like being weird, and then so Julian gave me a hug, and then there's a guy like behind us with some with some girl, and he was just like that was like the most beautiful. <laughs> it's, like, it's like thank you i guess but like anyway so already with that emotional mindset like the reason i have such good memories of band of skulls is because it was so small coming in with those like raw emotions i've that was the first time i heard them i hadn't even heard like i didn't even know what genre they were you know like you guys dragged me in this thing but then like just to like just to hear their stuff it was just it's like Clo- like just closing your eyes and just like like taking it in like translating like what I was feeling into like the way that they were playing and to see them like moving around and like that was a whole different feel than the Chili Peppers concert yeah. you know and I can't say like oh I like this one more than like that one they're just totally different yeah and then you know I saw like, Eagles with Gaddy L and that was like a good time like that was like to be one on one with Gaddy L because we didn't do that too much but that was like one on one with Gaddy L just being with him and then also like fucking eagles i mean i love the eagles and the gadiel of the eagles so that was a good time you know and like those three experiences are just like you know one again the other one was like about like how much fun we were having as a group just like fucking around mm-hmm. the other one was just like this emotional thing and then the other one was like bonding with gadiel and seeing this band i always wanted to see you know, the eagles are like they're not like the stones they are a walking jukebox but damn they can they can they still every fight. note they can they're so good but um yeah, I don't know. Like every concert, it's not always about the band that you're seeing. It's not always about the songs they play, but it's about like the people you're with, the emotions that you come into it with, and how small or big it is. It really changes. Yeah. It. Well, I think we can call it there. Let us know what you think about music and concerts and stuff in the Don't comments. Don't forget down to like, below. comment, and subscribe to like, Game I've, with Friends. I've, I've, Thank I've, you. I've always wanted to do this. You can click it on the buttons below. Uh, it's me. Are they are they still on the side on the bottom? Yeah, they're still on the bottom. It's like, is it like on this side? Is it on this side? The like the like button is going to be somewhere like over here. I'm like watching the video. So like, like somewhere down there. It's like, yeah, the like button is over there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, subscribe to Games with Friends. You can find me on Twitter at totallykyle95. Um, and go check out my blog, gameswithfriendswrites.wordpress.com, for lots of stuff from E3 and a whole bunch of writings on games and other kind of stuff that I find interesting, and like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash gameswithfriendsvids. Uh... We're the friends, and this was the game. <laughs> See you around, friends! <laughs> <laughs>